Hello and welcome to 9 to 5 Fitness, a podcast about how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into a 9 to 5 work week, presented by Sunny Health and Fitness. This episode is brought to you by the Asuna 7750 Space Flex Motorized Folding Treadmill. I'm your host, resident fitness expert Matt. And I'm Chris, your everyday 9 to fiver. All right, Matt, were you here when I did the most epic thing where I decided to chase a lizard and fell off my porch? You've done a lot of epic things. I don't think I was there <laughs> for that one. Well, basically what happened was I sprained my ankle, and I sprained it pretty gnarly. So I don't want to do that again. And now that I am healed and I have my workout routine and I've got my plan in motion, how do I stay safe and avoid injury while I'm working out? Oh, great question. Um, Well, to first off, start with your unfortunate fall. (laughs) Um, Hard to predict those things, but uh, there are things we can do to set ourselves up for uh, increased awareness and balance and strength. Um, and like we said before on previous podcasts, that the two things that people struggle with when it comes to starting their exercise program and sticking to it is basically, okay, they might get bored or secondly, they get injured. So boredom is one thing. You can always look for something new and fun and different. Um, injuries a little bit harder to work with because if you're injured, it's very hard to continue with the same kind of activity levels. So reducing your risk for injury And improving your physical health is definitely an important factor for the maintenance of your exercise program over a long period of time. And again, the more consistent we can stay with our program, the better chance we get for accomplishing our results. So we're going to go over a couple points. The first one is uh, going to relate to, you know, are you choosing a program that's new to you? Um, Is this something you've never considered before? Is it something that, you know, your friend or family member told you or it's a new promotional workout video you saw it's it's new to you so um, the first thing we're going to go over is how is that how does that relate to you know us might maybe being injury prone uh, the second thing is uh, are you getting help you know do you do you have all the answers do you know how to work out correctly have you gotten the right information so those are going to be the first two points the, the two points we cover in regards to making sure that we're setting ourselves up long term to avoid um, any risk for injury so uh, the first question, basically, I would ask, you know, if you're starting a new uh, fitness program, you know, is it new to you? Like, have you started anything new? Something new? Yeah. Um, let me see. I think the only thing new to me is doing an indoor bike as opposed to doing riding outside. And uh, I only recently got back into riding my bike outside after 20 years, after a uh, <laughs> another epic fall. <laughs> you can tell I'm accident prone. <laughs> So indoor bike was for safety reasons. <laughs> okay, yeah. So um, yeah, new new experience. So new yeah, new experience, new workout. Um, you know, I'm sure you've looked at other programs, you've looked at other pieces of equipment, and mm-hmm. thought, "Hey, that might be cool. That's something new." You know, you might you might look at something, and it's literally new because every year it seems like there's a new program that's come out, new pieces of equipment that are gonna you know help you accomplish your goals. Every, every year. This or happens. even recycled stuff like yeah, or yoga even, coming back. Yoga yeah, is definitely yeah. coming back. Of course. So even traditional exercise that may not have been a popular as popular 30 years ago and 
all of a sudden now we're all doing body weight training again. Well, I do want to do one thing that's new. I want to try out that aerial yoga stuff. Ooh, fun. Swinging around. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounds like fun to hang upside Looks down like once fun. in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, when you're looking at something new, when, you, when something's intriguing, you're like, wow, that looks awesome. It's worked for so many people. Uh, I think I want to give that a try, but it's new to me. I don't, I don't have any idea about how to do it, what I should be do, should do, can I do it? Um, so the first thing you want to look at is, okay, well, what's my current ability? Uh, what's my current fitness level? So how do you adjust that? You know, you might have some kind of, you know, some some kind of way of assessing your own strengths and your own abilities, but you got to get a little bit more specific. You know, so don't try a marathon unless you've already been running. Yeah, exactly. Practicing. If you're sedentary, okay. getting up, you know, from your bed, going to work, sitting down, coming home, sitting down on the couch. Yeah, probably not a good first goal to have a marathon in your mind if you haven't ran in 20 years. But not to say that it's not possible. You just have to know your your limitations and uh, your abilities. So trying to assess yourself and making sure that you are comfortable with certain movements, certain abilities can kind of guide you towards what's an appropriate program. So for starters, we're going to go over a few uh, key ways to kind of make sure that your body is ready and capable of starting any exercise program. And then based off of those variables, we'll look at, okay, well, what programs might be acceptable or uh, might might I be able to accomplish um, realistically? Yeah. So okay. again, we want to talk about lowering that risk for injury. So the first one we want to do is uh, look at your heart. So look at your heart health. Uh, many of us might know what our blood pressure is. We might know what blood pressure is in general, uh, but not a lot of us are keeping track of it on a regular basis. So it's hard to know, you know, whether or not your heart is healthy. If number one. You don't know what your blood pressure is. So easy way to check that out. Um, you can go get checked by your doctor. A lot of uh, drugstores have on-site blood pressure monitors. Easy way to figure out what your blood pressure is. Pretty convenient uh, to go get that done pretty quickly. Um, again, you only uh, have any issues, and usually I recommend to clients, you know, if they have a blood pressure that's uh, 130 over 80 or higher, um, it's usually a good idea just to go get checked out by your doctor or your physician just to tell them, hey, I'm a little bit concerned about my elevated blood pressure. Um, do you think it's okay for me to exercise? And again, that's because we want to avoid any issues um, with your heart. Very serious things can happen if you are, have a heart condition, if you have a family history of, of heart disease, um, if you're on blood pressure medication. You just want to make sure and be cautious that if you're starting to increase your activity levels, uh, that your heart is going to be able to handle it. Uh, number two is uh, going to check your resting heart rate. So again, not as big a factor as blood pressure because rest, resting heart rate can fluctuate throughout the day. Um, you know, if you're sensitive to caffeine, that can increase it. If you have a high-stress job, that can increase it. Um, so just kind of keeping that in check. And, you know, if it is elevated fairly high, also a good indicator of just say, hey, I want to be careful um, usually um, a higher heart rate can, can mean a higher blood pressure as well. So um, that's really easy to test, uh, just checking your pulse for a minute, counting it out. Again, you want to kind of be in between that range of 60 to 100 beats per minute. Uh, the last one, just basic general fitness tests. Again, if you haven't done anything and you're like, hey, maybe I could do a, ma a marathon this year. Well, if you haven't done any walking or jogging or running, well, how do you know if you're able to do it at all? So a good basic first fitness test to do. Really easy. You don't need any equipment. All you got to do is go outside and map out a mile. Um, and you're just, all you're going to do is walk a mile as fast as you can. Oh, 
I've done that before. Yeah, pretty simple, right? Yeah. So it's not a casual stroll. Again, you want to make sure that you're actually pushing yourself. It is a, an activity, is a test, it is exercise. Uh, so it should be at a pace that you're trying to walk faster than your normal pace. Um, and a good way to, to gauge whether or not you um, are successful in that, in that test uh, for men and women uh, is if you can walk that mile in under 15 minutes. Okay. So pretty straightforward. Again, um, if it takes you longer than 15 minutes, probably a good indicator that you probably should uh, save that marathon training program until you get a better solid base uh, going on. All right, so we talked about heart health, uh, checking your blood pressure, definitely important. Let's talk about strength levels, uh, making sure that you have a good solid base of strength. Really easy way to test that, push-ups. Oh, fun. I know, everybody's (laughs) favorite. Um, and again, the reason why we bring up push-up is because it's, um, it's a great movement, uh, lots of different muscles involved. It tests your upper body, it tests your core strength, uh, even in your lower body as well. So it's a good indicator or good solid movement for basic strength. Uh, for, again, for men, you know, if you're excellent in your push-ups, I'm 34, so for me, a good excellent score for push-ups would be 44 push-ups in a row. Again, these are regular push-ups, not modified on your knees, um, not, you know, up at a 45 degree angle. These are regular standard push-ups. Way to take my cheat away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Push-up progressions. What, that would be a great, uh, great episode to do Ooh, later. So yeah, we'll that. think about I, I that I know one. that we, we did do some push-ups here, uh, at Sunny just, you know, to test ourselves to see where we were at. And I know that my issue has to do with my wrist. So that's another thing I would try to avoid injuring. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you showed me a really cool trick using, uh, dumbbells, right? Yep. Yeah. Correct. And that, that really helped my wrist so that I don't injure that particular part of my body again. <laughs> I can't count how many injuries I've had in my life. I just, I'm going to avoid them as much as I can. That's good. I like that. <laughs> so taking all this, digest all this information. We'll go over a little bit more. And Chris, do you have any idea for your age group, since I do know your age? Yes, I'm 33. Secretly. It's not secret. It's not a secret. I'm not ashamed. What do you think the excellent <laughs> score for uh, your age group would be in terms of push-ups? Well, if you said 44, I would say somewhere mid-30s? 39. Oh, hey, not bad. Feel like you're close to 39 push-ups? Not at all. All right. <laughs> the bottom level for uh, the standard scores is four for your age grade category. Oh. oh, okay. So just to give you a little uh, heads up. Um, just on kind of where you stand, you can use, um, fitness calculators. We're going to post it in the show notes to give you links to all these assessments. So if you want to, uh, do them on your own, you can plug in your information and kind of find out, uh, where you land in terms of, uh, you know, the normal populations and how you score. Okay. Uh, so same thing for flexibility, another huge indicator. You want to make sure that whatever workout program you're starting, your body is able to bend and reach and move in a good range of motion, a good flexible way so that you can uh, comfortably comfortably perform those movements. Well, flexibility is the one thing I can do well. Yeah. Um, so those are the three points in terms of how to establish like where you're at, um, what's your current fi- fitness level. Again, checking out your heart, measuring your strength, uh, your general flexibility. The next thing, and this is huge, this is probably the most important, and you kind of already mentioned it before, um, is kind of knowing what uh, contraindications might be for exercise. Now, contra- uh, contraindications for exercise are basically if you have an issue and you start doing something that's going to aggravate that issue. So, if, for example, you said you hurt your ankle, right? I hurt my ankle, my wrist, my shoulder, you know, pretty much everything on my right side. Yeah, so if your ankle's hurt, you probably shouldn't be 
training for a marathon, right? <laughs> no. That's going to make it worse. So that would be a contraindication to training for a marathon would be your hurt ankle. Okay. Right? And this is related to any other joint that you may have a problem with. If you have knee pain, ankle pain, hip pain, neck pain, whatever that is, if there's a movement within that workout program that might, stre- might stress that area, that's going to be a contra- contraindication, and you probably don't want to test that too much. You so like pr- most 9-to-5ers would probably have slouch problems, shoulder problems, neck problems. Yeah, so if that rears its head and turns into a pain, a chronic pain that you're actually getting treatment for, you're going to have to be very careful choosing exercises and movements that cause that don't cause you pain. Okay. Because you want to make sure that if you're doing performing a movement, you're not in pain. Right? Because if you are in pain, that means your body's not working properly. And uh, odds are in the future that might aggravate it and make it a longer-lasting problem. Um, so choosing exercises or activities or workout programs that you know are going to involve exercises that aren't going to aggravate your current pain issues. Um, so that goes for joint pain, that goes for muscular injuries, um, any chronic health conditions, even medications. A lot of people are on medications for various, various different reasons. Okay. Some of them are necessary. Um, and you just got to make sure that, number one, if you have any side effects, dizziness, you know, dehydration, whatever that might be from the medication, got to check that out. Again, make sure that you're asking your doctor, whoever's prescribing your medication, Hey, are any of these side effects going to affect my performance in this new workout program that I want to participate in? That's some pretty good advice there. Yeah, so keep, keep that in mind if you're on any kind of medications. Um, a lot of them do have significant side effects that might affect your performance in your workout program. Um, again, prior surgeries, if you've had any issues in the past, maybe you had in the neck surgery, shoulder sur- surgery um, for an issue, and that's all healed up, great. Um, and you have good movement, awesome. It's just something to be a little bit careful about because uh, every time you go in for surgery, your body's changed a little bit. Uh, maybe you don't have as much uh, utilization or range of motion in that area. So you just want to be a little bit careful. All right, real quickly, we're going to go over to our second point, and that is how are you getting help or are you getting help at all? Um, are you somebody that sees a program and you're like, all right, I'm going to do it? Or <laughs> are you somebody that sees a program and you're like, man, I wish somebody somebody would tell me how to do this, or I wish I had a friend to do this with, or um, just had some more accountability on what I should be doing. So um, let's use uh, you as an example, Chris. Have you sought out help at all for your fitness goals and programs? Well, this year, no. I have in the past decided to go to a gym, and I've done uh, sessions with physical trainers, um, they pretty much hold me accountable. They show me how to use the machine. So even though it's been a few years since I've been to a gym, I'm pretty comfortable with machines. Um, but most of my fitness has always involved dance. And yeah, definitely professional on that. Find a friend who knows how to do this dance because quite frankly, I'm terrified of spinning into a wall. And I know that sounds like a joke, but I, I don't put that past myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, most of the time I go to somebody who knows. Uh, my doctor is pretty much aware of my conditions and basically have told me many times, you should probably avoid this movement and maybe don't hang upside down. Oh man, there goes aerial yoga. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a good time, hanging upside down. It just sounds like fun. Yeah, so the second point, 
want to make sure that you're getting some good help, qualified help, right? So that's why I wrote the first thing down as professional help. Now, that doesn't mean you have to go fork out thousands of dollars and pay a personal trainer. It just means, you know, lots of gyms have resources. They have professionals that are at the gym that will help you answer your questions. Um, If you, you know, have a family or friend that is a little bit more experienced than you, uh, maybe they've had coaching in the past, um, you can utilize them as a resource to kind of help make your decisions on what you should or shouldn't do. Um, The last thing, and, you know, I use this carefully because there's a lot of uh, fitness personalities, a lot of celebrities out there um, that sound really good, but a lot of times their information might not be completely accurate. So I'm not saying you shouldn't listen to them. They probably have some good information, but making sure it's appropriate is the one thing you want to look out for. So, do your research. Yeah, do your research. Um, you know, There's a lot of good information online. Uh, but again, making sure that, number one, if you can get some professional help, that's going to be your best bet to kind of helping them um, figure out, all right, well, what are your current fitness levels and how can you best choose a program that's going to fit your needs while reducing your risk for injury? Um, so those are the two points when we're trying to reduce risk for injury. Again, just to recap, I um, want to make sure you know what your current fitness level is. So checking out your heart first, uh, finding a way to measure your strength. Again, um, all of the fitness calculators, we're going to post links so you can figure out exactly how to do them. Um, and then next, just make sure that you're looking at your body physically. Uh, do you have any contraindications? Do you have any issues that you know about where you're just a little bit concerned about a specific program? So again, something else you can talk to your doctor about or a fitness professional because they've dealt with clients and some kind, sometimes can work around injuries and limitations to make sure that you can continue to exercise but aren't putting, at you, put, putting at you at risk um, for further injury. Um, Christina, why don't you go ahead and wrap up this episode for us? Oh, sure thing. This episode is sponsored by the Asuna 7750 Space Flex Motorized Folding Treadmill. With a low profile and sleek modern design, this powerful treadmill will help you move closer to your goals. And if you use it right, you will not be injured. Correct. Yes. <laughs> we want to thank you for joining us at 9 to 5 Fitness. We hope you enjoy the show and learn something useful to help you on your journey to a healthy lifestyle. If you want to learn more about this topic and other useful fitness tips, check out our show notes or visit us at sunnyhealthandfitness.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. Come back next time when we talk about unusual exercise benefits. Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs>